0: Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. Welcome back to another episode of Logic Lane. Uh, it has been a few days, and I have a whole pile of stuff to get to tonight. Um, first, I'm going to get into. Well, you know what? I'll, let, me, let me give you a quick rundown. There's some crap in Seattle that I'm going to cover. Some some developments there. Um, then there was. uh, We had a snowflake at work tonight, so I wanted to talk to you about that and not the winter variety. The everyday run-of-the-mill snowflakes that we have in society today. And we have Elizabeth Warren, I don't know if any of you remember her, um, and and in fact I would guess most of you know her as Pocahontas, uh, coined by uh, Donald J. Trump himself and uh yeah so that, that's that's it with uh, the, uh a little bit more of the sarcasm or, or sarcastically referring to the white privilege uh stuff that i was talking about uh, a few days ago and uh how it's stupid so anyway uh, right out the gate let me uh, let me bring you the top story that i've got today Um, And and the big one here is the, uh, you know, Trump's wanting to have a big rally, the, the, I I guess maybe it's the Republican convention, I guess, probably is what they're talking about. And they had to move it from a different state. Uh, I guess Oklahoma was not good enough because they've still under heavy lockdowns and the governors are all up in a tizzy about more people being infected and whatnot. So So they decided to move it to Florida and, uh, that's fine. No big deal there, but the Democrats are all up in arms over this because it sounds like it's a 15,000 seat arena that, that he's rented or is, is, is getting, or they're getting as Republicans, something like that or 50,000. I might, might be a mistake on there with the number, but at any rate, it's a decent amount of people however there's been apparently over a million people trying to get tickets to get to this thing which is something you probably have not heard in the media coverage because we already know the answer they're trying to cover the stuff up but they're they're all up in arms about oh we can't have this we can't have this convention it needs to be virtual we can't have people showing up and getting sick and all of these things and I, I, I would like to remind everybody, well, what happened just a few weeks ago with all the rioters, the looters, the protesters? They were out in mass, mass, mass numbers, yet there's no reports of them getting sick. So it, it's okay for that, but it's not okay for a political rally because that political rally is against you and your views. Well, once again, leftist hypocrisy. So wanted to point that out, and, and like I said, you probably haven't heard about Pocahontas and her her activities. But the uh, the Senate, the, the the Congress, as they normally do, they vote on the annual defense funding bill every year, or I forget if it's every year or bi bi yearly. What however they do it, but. It was up and instead of just voting yay or nay, she added a bunch of earmarks to it. And this should surprise and enrage everyone out there as it did me. She added language to the annual defense fund bill by, and what she put in, she orders all military bases named after Confederate generals to rename. Uh, there, there's some. Uh, let's see. I've got a couple, a couple of them here. Uh, Fort Bragg, Fort Benning, Fort Hood. Those are just a few. But that's not all. She has taken it a step further. Not really a surprise to this guy. However, she does go further, and her little earmark in the bill would also require the desecration of Confederate graves. Yeah, think that one through just a second. So she's making it OK, and even a requirement, to desecrate graves of Confederate soldiers and generals and whatnot. And a little a little tidbit of information that, that probably most of you do not know there's probably a few that do, but this is kind of uh, insider information here. And it's found if you do a little research. But the soldiers that were buried from the Confederacy and the Union Army were buried largely side by side each other blue, gray, blue, gray, blue, gray. And it was when it was buried. I forget who coined it, uh, or who stated that uh, when it is all said and done, they were all humans fighting for what they believed in, and ultimately all Americans. And a side-by-side burial in death allows the country to heal its deepest wounds. Now, that sentiment Apparently is being scoffed at by Miss Warren, who doesn't care. She wants all the Confederate. She wants to erase history and desecrate graves of Confederate soldiers. Yeah, so that's that's what we're doing. And she figured she could get away with it because we're all too busy, uh, all all up in arms watching TV, seeing all the rioters, the looters, and all this other giant fucking distraction. Because that's really all it is. It's a giant distraction made to keep us ignorant to the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. So there's that. I hope that we kick this shit back and say, absolutely not, not on our watch. You're not going to do this. Unacceptable, period. They were soldiers that fought for the United States regardless of what color end of story God thank God that's over um, you know I wanted to talk uh, there, there's another one here in in the news on uh, Seattle that really kind of chapped my ass when when I read this and I had to had to write write this down so that I could bring my views here and get them out. And I'm I'm willing to bet the vast majority of you that are listening to me don't hate me, that that actually agree with me here. But here's the Seattle story. I reported a, a little while back that they had taken over six city blocks in Seattle. This movement or that they're, and I guess they named the place CHAP or CHOP, Capitol Hill Organized Protests or something, I don't know. I may have gotten it right, I may have butchered it, I don't know. But anyway, the city officials have decided to negotiate with them, and have negotiated uh, them down to like three city blocks, and they, in this deal, these chopped people will remove the temporary roadblocks and replace them with cement barriers. And the city officials say, quote, a sign of progress this is. Yeah. My question is, what the fuck? Since when did we start negotiating with terrorists? Doesn't happen. Yet here we are, Seattle, negotiating with terrorists on our own soil yeah let's remember this very very closely when it's time to re-elect these city officials further they went on and said the, the the cement barriers would be much better because it will make them easier for um emergency vehicles to get access to the area once again, why are we lending aid via emergency vehicles to a terrorist group while they are currently occupying soil that is part of Seattle, that is American soil? Once again, I, it, it's madness to me. I don't get it. It's Pisses me off, honestly. Why we are negotiating with terrorists? Why we are lending emergency aid? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's complete and utter bullshit. All right, I'm. Uh, let Let me hit you this with this this last one, and then I'll go into some other shit that happened today at work, and I think you'll enjoy that. I did. anyway uh the the next one up was the uh there's a news anchor and now this is a white guy and uh he had a story that he, he he told i forget who he told but he he tried to get a job at abc news and interviewed he has he's you know i looked at his background he's got a pretty substantial background the guy is uh, pretty well versed has, has a pretty dang good resume. If I was looking to hire a uh, a news person in any capacity, I think this guy is really, really pretty good. According to all the stats that he's uh, he's accumulated, but this guy's name Alex E L E X, so Alex, I guess, Mickelson or Michelson, whatever his pronunciation is. It's hard to know unless you hear it. And even then, they whoever's saying it might be wrong. But anyway, he was told by ABC executive, uh, I forget the first name, but Fadita. She's a uh, ABC exec. And like I said, we don't really care what her first name is or what any of these people's names are. Does it really matter? No. But anyway, an exec at ABC who he interviewed with told him that they could not hire another white man. He was very well qualified, but we can't hire another white guy. She went on to tell him that she was told by her bosses at ABC that she could only hire, quote, women and minorities for the next couple of years, unquote. Once again, this is affirmative action at its very finest. A lot of people didn't believe me when I said, you know what? White privilege is a myth. There's just as many whites struggling as as there is blacks, uh, Asians, Indian, whatever person of color you are. And in this case, it's anti-white male, anti-white women. The color of your skin being white You can't work at ABC News. So yeah, let that get out. That's really good information. One more reason I ain't watching ABC News anymore. I mean, I stopped watching a lot of these news uh, places because they're garbage. All of them, like I said, give you nothing but garbage anyway and spin whatever story they have to fit their own narrative to promote the ideals that they feel are necessary to promote to further their cause. But yeah, there it is, right, right, right out of her mouth. Uh, Executive Fidita. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't hire white guys now. We have to hire uh, minorities and women. Oh, well, that's just great. And I bet they get a double. They get a they get an extra bonus if it's a, if it's a woman. Of call. God. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Anchor.fm, really good sponsor. They've been they've been with me for, for from the get go. They also are sponsor to my other podcast that I started with the guys at Gaming uh, Podcast. Um, I I don't know if anybody has interest uh, that listens to this show would have interest in that, but I can put the link in the uh, show notes tonight uh, if you have interest. But anyway, moving on. I wanted to, to 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 bring up some stupid shit that happened at work that kind of you know pissed me off tonight. Once again, I was moved off my unit another time, so this makes now six times in the past 12 days. So that's super. Tomorrow, I'm already I've already looked up and found that yes, once again I am off unit. I am on another unit again tomorrow night. So that will be seven of thirteen. I've officially gone over 50 percent of the time not being on my own unit so very nice i get the needs of the facility matter that's fine but there's 20 to 30 other people to choose from it ain't gotta be me every time just put it out there so anyway i'm on a different unit tonight and i'm working with a couple of old colleagues I used to work there. It was a mild unit, so it was fine. And uh, a couple of new people. One, I never had any problems with the, with the guy. He's a pretty cool guy. Uh, worked with him personally a couple of times. No problems. And then there a, a young gal that I've worked with once before and could not stand. And she was there tonight, and she was buzzing about wanting to go after these inmates and pick at them for little, tiny, stupid shit. Now, the supervisor had come in a, a, a little while previous to this and, and pointed out that, hey, those guys aren't doing what they should be doing. You need to, we, we need to get a little bit better at, at getting them on that stuff. All right, fine, whatever. Let the staff know that we're here, and we'll let them come up with a plan on how they want to deal with it, and we'll go from there. And the supervisor, I'll get into, get into that in a minute, but supervisor leaves. Unit staff is gone for a few minutes, so we gotta wait. Well, during this time, this little person decides that she's going to say, aren't we gonna do something? Our supervisor just said this. And I said, well, first of all, this unit operates on a team mentality, which means when the people who work here every day get back, we will have a conversation and see what approach they'd rather take. Because this is a place that they work every day. You and I will not be here tomorrow. So let's not go start a giant chain reaction that they'll have to deal with. It's the equivalent of throwing a grenade in an outhouse and running, and then letting it blow up and let somebody else have to deal with the fallout. Unacceptable. It's not something I'm about doing. No way. So didn't think it was that big of a deal? Hold off a few minutes. Let's talk to the guys when they get back, see what they want to do. Well, she kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Well, she goes on to tell me, well, I just don't get it. Why some staff don't want to do their job and I am on a probationary window that I've got to get through, and if I don't do my job, I'm not going to be here. And it's frustrating because some staff don't want to do their jobs. Well, that just made me smile and go right after her. And I told her, I said, first off, I know you think you are under some intense microscope. First, you are not anywhere close to under the speculation of others like you think you are. Second, we're not going to go out there and start picking a fight for no fucking reason whatsoever. And the supervisor just said, we need to be better at doing this stuff. Didn't say, get out there, fucking do it now. Or I would have told the supervisor, well, come on, let's go right now. You come with me, Mr. Supervisor. Come on. And we would have gone out there together in unified front and dealt with it then. But I'm not going to take somebody coming in pointing out what I'm doing wrong and then leaving and expecting me to jump through a hoop when they're not willing to do it as well. Not OK. But I went on on this little chicky and told her that since she's not under such a huge microscope, she might think about chilling out a little bit, taking a deep breath, relaxing, and settling the fuck down. And really, I didn't even use any curse words with her because she struck me as kind of one of those little little prissy snowflakes that can't take a whole lot of direct freaking. Uh, attitude right to their face. They can't take a, the words no. They don't understand it. Probably got everything she ever wanted growing up. Speculation there. I don't know. But a couple other guys come in, and I start talking to them, shooting the breeze. Well, she didn't say anything to me. And trust me, I was plenty fine with that. Well, one of the other guys interacted with her. And I was BSing with the other one and talking about stuff, and I forget what. Some off-the-topic stuff. Well, she talks to this other guy for a second and then just walks away. Walks off unit, gone. 10, 15 minutes. That's fine. Maybe needed to go cool off and figure out how to settle down and do what I told her to do. Well, this guy said, you know, she was about to cry. She was all red-faced, had some tears in her eyes. I'm like, really? Well, isn't that just hilarious? So I gave them the rundown, and they're like, oh, my God, really? She's crying over that? I said, yeah, if I told you guys to settle the fuck down and chill out, what would you do? Well, and they're both their answers were, well, you'd probably settle the fuck down and chill out and maybe talk some trash back to you, and we'd have a good laugh. Exactly. Exactly my point as would most of the females that work over there this little snowflake however had to go find a safe space and chill for a little while and come back later and i'll I'll tell you what when she came back i left i went on to another joining unit traded off with somebody else i was not about to tolerate the Little Miss Snowflake anymore tonight. I had had my fucking fill. I had already been placed once again off my unit where I did not want to be. And now I had to deal with that shit. And a supervisor who's, uh, I got to tell you, these new, new supervisors who are in their rookie status, which means they are also on probation for like a year, six months, whatever it is, they go out of their way to nitpick every little fucking detail. Because, God forbid, they don't go after every little thing because they think it fucking matters in the long run and it matters whether they have a job after the end of the probation. Well, first of all, this one, terrible. Should not have a job after this probation. Should not. One of the worst acting supervisors I've seen yet. There's a couple of them that are pretty good. There's a couple of them that are really horseshit. Well, this one, one of the horseshit ones, wants us to go pick, 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 and then leaves so that we can do the picking and the pissing off and the big giant freaking riot starts. That'll be super. Yeah, but where, where is where is this supervisor? Nowhere to be found. And when they come back, they act all surprised. Well, what, whatever happened? And worse, talk to an inmate and tell them the opposite of what you told them or what what they told you. So you look like the prick. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Nope. I throw it right on them. Hey, man, we got to do this now. This is what we're being directed by so-and-so to do. You don't like it. You got to take it up with that person, him, her, whoever, because it ain't on me. I'm just a lowly little person that does what he's told. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's that. New supervisors, rookie supervisors, probationary people suck ass. So worried about every little fucking thing that they cause more trouble than they're worth. Oh, Christ, I'm gonna end early. i I, I already getting a hoarse voice. I'm gonna lose the talk and I'm uh, gonna be chopping up here. So I figure, you know what? Screw it, we'll call it good. I'll have more stuff for you here very soon and we'll kick off another show. Um, <laughs> I wish I had more funny stuff, but you know, sometimes the news is just fucking sad. It's not great, it's not exciting, it's just goddamn sad. It makes you scratch your head, hang your head in shame of, my God, what has our country turned into? We've got complete idiocy in the Seattle City Council. We've got snowflakes at work. We've got Pocahontas doing complete stupid shit, desecrating graves of Confederate soldiers, trying to change military base names. I I just, and, and oh yes, and let's forget the affirmative action that's keeping qualified white people from getting jobs because they have to hire persons of color. Yep, that's where we are in America, lucky us. I'm one of the few out there that is raising his fist and yelling, calling this a bunch of bullshit, and it needs to fucking stop now, while we still all still have a little bit of our sanity. And we're not all eating blood pressure pills every night like candy. Anyway, I've got two waiting at home for me tonight. Because it's been such a great friggin' day. (laughs) Anyway, everybody, you have a wonderful evening. I will talk to you very soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. All music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.